Good afternoon. Good afternoon. This is Speak Life Radio. I'll go tell my brethren ministry, which is sister in Christ, Rachel, Carlene, Renee, a servant and daughter of the Most High God, Lord and King. Welcome to Speak Life. Today is the last day for this month. I'm telling you, we're about to be in watch night. Mm -hmm. Today is the 28th day of February 2023. So whatever's supposed to be done before March, you have a few hours to do it. Yes, yes, like the dog outside barking. But welcome. I pray all is well with you, beloved, in the name of Jesus. So I'm lifting up my whole household. I'm lifting up your whole household along with us. I'm lifting the kingdom family. Worldwide, the martyr saints, persecuted saints, those trutting down, those taken by men stealers, those feeling weak, weary, withered, and even worn. Lifting them, lifting their families worldwide in the name of Jesus and lifting children worldwide, lifting children across the world in Jesus' name and lifting the saints, lifting the elders, lifting the in-between, lifting the babes, lifting all those that just need some lifting, lifting up all. So let's go to the throne. Father, we come to you today. Lord, I thank you. Mm -hmm. Confirmation, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we bind it all up, Lord. We bind it up. Nothing is going to stop your flow. In the mighty name of Jesus. So I thank you. I give you our glory. I give you our honor, Lord God. Have your way. Do what only you can do, Lord God. Bind up everything that is contrary to your perfect will. Speak, Lord. Give us the ear to hear. I pray our hearts are prepared until to receive. In Jesus' name, Lord God, be ye glorified, be lifted up high. In the mighty and beautiful name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Did you see the timing of that? It's soon as I begin. Did you see the timing? Everything is not just natural. That that was perfect timing. Let's go to the throne. Father, yeah, this is okay. All this time. All this time. It's, it's after four. It's almost a quarter to five. All this time. Okay. But nonetheless, that's not what I came to talk about. So what I came to talk about is, I'm on blog talk today so I can check it out. The heart, the value. The heart, the value. So how much did you really put into it? Now, I know I capitalized, but that's okay. How much did you really put into it? So this came from last night. Last night, Speak Life. Yeah, I was just fought. I just couldn't pull it, you know. And because I'm not supposed to pull it. I'm not supposed to pull it together. It's already predestinated and preordained. So with me rushing, one, because... It's late. I'm not where I would like to be right now. So, got to respect other people's space. Even though it's spiritual, even though it's the work of God, he said decently and in order. So, I'm rushing and I, 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 really, I couldn't even remember the kingdom family. So, when I got off, I was convicted. So, I took down the post. But then he sent me a speak live. And I listened, and God said, be like the ant. So what would the ant do? The ant is resilient. The ant put their whole 
being, they put their life into what they're doing. Okay. They put their life into what they're doing. The ants do. Because the ants, they're already, the ants are already uh, prepared for the harvest. Right now, the ants are already prepared for the harvest. The ants are already prepared. Matter of fact, the ants are now preparing for the next harvest. Oh, wow. Wait a minute. That gives me something to think about. The ants are already preparing for the next harvest. Mm -hmm. They're already preparing for the next harvest. As many soldiers as they lost last harvest or through the preparation of last harvest that didn't stop them. They are still, they know even, even as many ants gets destroyed or killed or whatever, flooded, whatever. I don't even know where the ants could be flooded. I don't know. But evidently they could, they was on the ark, okay? Because them jokers came back with a vengeance. But the thing is, right, even then, they're preparing for their next harvest. They don't run short. You're born into the ant family. You're born into a worker of harvest and sowing. So can you imagine an ant sitting on the love seat talking about, go ahead, y'all do it. Can you imagine that? That ant might get chewed up by the other ants. I don't really know how it works. I don't know how it works. But ants are prepared. The tiniest ants are prepared. The big ants are prepared. They are a nation of creatures that know to prepare. Okay, this one they speak like the Lord is truly speaking to me like um, prepare. Okay, the harvest. So we really don't know what a great harvest is if we've never had a great harvest. So many times we don't even know we're receiving a harvest or something. Even when we, even when we've sold bad seeds and all these things start happening in our life, many times we don't go back on what we sold. Many times. Sometimes that shows, but for many of us, we only see what's in front of us. So we only see what's coming to us. A lot of times we don't see what happen what is the cause of the effect that's happening what is oh, all of this is scary what is the cause of the effect of what's happening so if i am or we are laxed in this season but the prior season we was we was on it we we were preparing we were we were getting a fruitful harvest or just things were just manifesting blessings were just coming look at your your heart in that season before it could even be two seasons before it could be whatever seasons before it could be four it could be 10 seasons before because all that other stuff got to get tilled out the ground so when you when you cultivate in the ground right all that stuff that was before like okay so when i was in the garden they had wild onions, scallions, wild white onions. And 
you know, we were supposed to get rid of them. But I was like, no, uh-uh, these are onions. I mean, well, they're wild. That means God planted them. I, I want those. I want those ones. I want the ones God planted because I know they're good. I know, I know they're they're better than anything we can plant. I mean, you know, you're looking for a heritage seed. This is this is the heritage. This is this is where you should be getting your seeds from because God is planted. But if you don't know what you're looking at, you don't know the blessing that's already in front of you. So you're working harder to create a blessing and God just dropped it right there. There's your blessing right there. You can't get no better than this. It's the purest you're going to get because God planted. We call it wild, but no, it's pre-planted. That's the free seed. Okay. So when we're getting a scarce harvest, a lot of times, what were we, what was in our heart? What were we thinking? Do we think we can outthink God? Do we think we can out-cultivate God? Do we think we can sow any kind of seed and it's not going to grow back? So you have some plants that's resilient. No matter what, I have a, um, I think that's a, a wandering Jew. Um, I have. That's one of the plants. I just, man, that plant just never, just, but that's the most resilient plant that I have. I can go without watering that plant. You know, I'm confessing one to another, Lord, deliver me. Okay. I, that plant, I just don't, we just don't connect. And the only reason we don't connect is because I'm saying we don't connect, right? I'm already declaring. So, but that plant is resilient. Everything else can die. But that plant is resilient. My poor palm in it, that poor palm in the back. It, it just never, since I cut it from the mother, cut it from the mother, gotta be like almost 10 years ago. It just never. It just like I could do it better than the mother that God connected it to. I guess I thought I could do that. And so that palm is grown tall, but it's the weakest, it's the most weakest. Yeah, I'm like, okay, what do I do with it? You know, I'm just gonna let it grow how I want to grow. Be just uh. but when God is in it, when God is in it, you don't even have to think about it. I was thinking about the speak life before I came on. I was getting, I'm like, what? Who is this? Oh, just days. But I know God is intentional. I know he is. So I'm going to post it because that's what the ants would do. The ants would post it anyway because it's a part of their harvest. They just know, okay, who planted this seed? Rachel, Rachel planted the seed. Rachel, Carlene, Renee planted that seed. Okay, that's what Rachel, Carlene, Renee going to eat in the harvest season. So with that being said, put my heart into it. Put my heart into it. Put my heart, do it unto the Lord. Because I'm always going to get a good harvest. If I'm sowing good seeds, a positive, a negative and a negative makes a negative. Mm -hmm. A positive and a negative can still make a negative. But two positives always going to make a positive. So the Lord is the positive. Always. Always, even when he's chasing it, he's he's going to always be the positive. He's always going to be the right. He's always going to be the righteous. So imagine if I strive or you strive or we strive to be in his righteousness. What kind of harvest are we going to always get? A positive. If our heart is, when we are doing things throughout, even helping people, 
what are we going to get? We're always going to get a positive. We're always going to, if we are doing it unto the Lord, if we're doing it as we love our neighbor, which is the every neighbor worldwide, if we're doing it like we so love the world, like God love the world, and and we are doing it without motion, um, motive, or intent of something outside of righteousness. What are we going to always get? A good harvest. Many of us, the majority almost, I don't know, but many don't know what a great harvest look like because many worry about what people are doing. Well, they're not doing it and they do this like this and they preach that way. So why do I have to? Because you're doing it individually unto the Lord. In the name of Jesus. I don't know what other something started happening with this phone going out because it wasn't before so we just gonna bind it okay god gonna have his way you just what you just never know <laughs> that's all i can say but regardless of what if we're doing it on our own and god is not with us it's a lose-lose situation even if we think we did it successfully, it's a lose-lose situation. Why is it a lose-lose? Because it's going to burn up with the earth. That's that's work that we did, that we used. There you go. That we used our, um, God sent me a word this morning. Okay, that we used our strength and our whole might with. Okay, that's another word. He sent me. And, but all that effort we put in, it's going to burn up. It's going to burn up. It's, it's not going to... The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. So when we're doing something, the Spirit of the Lord is not upon us. Who are we doing it for? Who are we doing it for? Because we're not being e-led. We're being e-driven. When we do stuff on our own, we're not being e-led. We are being e-driven. Something is going on with this. When did the camera stop blanking out? Was it yesterday or the day before? Hmm. Okay. I have to talk to the Lord about this. Because it wasn't doing this. Um, hmm. Interesting. Nonetheless, so it says in verse 1 of Isaiah 55, Ho, everyone that thirsts, come you to the waters. And he that hath no money, come ye, come you, and buy, and eat. Yea, come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. Wherefore do you spend money, your strength, your wisdom, your knowledge, your time, your breath, your life? For that which is not bread. Jesus is the living bread. He's the only sealed living bread. He's the only living bread. So we're, we're even for doctrine, even for things of the God, things of the God, things of God, we are striving to do stuff without the direction of God. Like, um, Lately, especially this month, when I 
started taking on expectation for purpose. That was one of the things that was pushing back speak life because just to put one of those short teachings and videos together take several hours. So the Lord said, count the cost. I had no idea that was going to be the cost. Had no idea. So it takes several hours to put less than a 10 minute video in teaching and audio together. However, once I start a thing, I want to complete it in this phase of my life. So it's like, I have to put my heart into this because I know souls are attached and I know it's going to go through the furnace. I know it's going to go before the fiery eyes of God. And I've done enough stuff in my life that's going to burn up. So at this point in my life, do I want to keep applying my life to things that is not going to produce a good harvest that is not sowing good seeds? Not sowing good seeds. Lord, you, you got to have your way because I don't know what's going on with Facebook. I don't know who's on it. I don't know whether it's your perfect will. But if I asked you to have your perfect will, then it is your perfect will in the mighty and beautiful name of Jesus. So it says here, it says here, my Lord. Okay. It says, wherefore do you spend money? Now, money we usually think is either coins or dollars, but this is spiritual. So what is valuable or have value? Why are you spending your soul, your might, your mind, your heart, your spirit? Why are you spending these things in labor and, and, and spending money for that which is not bread and your labor? Laboring, not just working, laboring. I'm tired. I worked hard and hard. When you're spending all of that on things that it says in your labor for which satisfies not, it's not going to fill no space. Coming off of here last night, I was not satisfied. I was convicted because I'm concerned about the time. I'm concerned about the neighbors. I'm concerned about where I am, I'm concerned about interfering even with my daughter's life. I'm concerned. And so I'm trying to run through this speak life, not knowing whose life can be attached, whose soul, whose direction, who renewing of their mind, who's purifying their hearts. I'm just getting towed up. Whose hand washing, whose feet washing is actually attached to that teaching. Because it was a mighty teaching. It's a mighty teaching. So me not putting my heart and not really thinking about what part of me is, my flesh, my spirit is thinking, but my flesh, you know, and it's like running through the teaching that is a different level of teaching us how to come in alignment with God, how to come in alignment. So I was thinking last night, I was like, well, I should just record it. Should just record it. But I need to do my best. 
If that means I have to do two speak lights, that's what that means. Because I have to do my best. Because this is not natural. We are accounted for our righteousness, our faith. We it's accounted. It adds to our spiritual bank account. It adds to our harvest, how we are sowing our seeds. Not just sowing good seed, but how are you sowing that seed? Are you a cheerful giver? Are you doing it diligently? Are you doing it unto the Lord? Are you doing it like you love your neighbor? How are you applying yourself to daily living to the things of God? Somebody needs this. Somebody needs this. Because one thing I know, God is not the author of confusion. Somebody needs this teaching. Because this phone is, this matter of fact, I just got this phone for Christmas. This phone has not done this. Now it could be a connection, but mm -mm. it is a connection issue, but it's a spiritual connection issue. Like somebody, you just never know. You just, you just, you just never know. You just never know. You just never know now. But what I do know, I know how to reverse. I know how to reverse anything being prayed. I know how to reverse anything being declared that's not of the Lord. I know, I know how to do that. And so I'm going to seek the Lord first. I'm going to seek him on it. What's going on with the speak live on Facebook? Because there's not a lot of agreement. And that's fine. Listen, if you don't agree about something, disconnect. That's all you got to do is disconnect. But God is going to have his way. Mm -hmm. God's going to have his way. And he just sent me the word about winning wars against many, many enemies. So God's going to have his way. Anyways, it says, wherefore do you spend money for that which is not bread? It's not going to stand. The word of God is not going to die. The word of God is not going to fail. The word of God is not going to forsake. The word of God is not going to run away. The word of God is not weak. The word of God is not void. Okay. The word of God is not birth of man, but through in the name of Jesus. So the word of God is God almighty himself in the name of Jesus. There is no enemy too big. There is no problem too wide. There is no demonic activity, satanic activity that's too, too broad or too deep, or too high, or too wide, or too many. It does not exist. Everything is under God's feet. Everything is under his feet. Mm -hmm. Everything. And he has to give permission. It says, so bread, Jesus is the living bread, John 6, okay? And it says, um, in your labor, what are we spending our life doing and travailing, laboring at it and putting 
all lot, all into it with no God with us. Isaiah talks about that too. They did not come. I'm already in Isaiah. You know, I love Isaiah. It said, oh, what is that verse? He says it. Um, mm, I know. I'm going to see if they give me the right answer with very few words to it. Is in Isaiah. Isaiah 54. The chapter right before. Okay. How the other Oh. Mm. Okay. So it says here in um, because we was in Isaiah 55, too. So it says in Isaiah 54, starting at verse 13, and all your children shall be taught of the Lord, and great shall be <clears throat> the peace of your children. In righteousness shall you be established in the name of Jesus. You shall be far from oppression, for you shall not fear, and from terror, for it shall not come not near you. Behold. <clears throat> okay, no, I haven't even choked or anything. Oh. Hmm. Behold. I have created the smith that blows the coals in the fire. No, sorry, verse 15. Behold, they shall surely gather together, but not by me. Okay. Whosoever shall gather together against thee shall fall for thy sake. It's also in another verse where... There's another verse where people are doing stuff and they're thinking they're um okay they're thinking they're doing I was trying to read that they're thinking they're doing a good thing but they haven't seeked the Lord for it they haven't seeked the Lord for the work and so yeah you're doing all this work Let's go to the book of Psalm. Let's go to the book of Psalm. I think we talked about this last week or something. But let's go to the book of Psalm because it's clear. It is clear. It says the right here. Psalm 127, except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that built it except the Lord keep the city the watchman wakes but in vain it is vain for you to rise up early to sit up late to eat the bread of sorrows for so have the Lord for so the Lord gives his beloved sleep Psalm 127 so that work, that work, even that ministry, that's the best, that ministry, that service for the Lord. How are we sowing that? Who called us to that? Who's actually building? How are we building and why? Are we trying to get the attention of man 
Or do we care about what God is watching? Do we even care about what God sees, how he sees our heart? He said to David's brother, look to Samuel about David's oldest brother, Eliab, Eliab, Eliab. He says, mm-mm, it's not him. Mm-mm. Don't even put my oil on. It's not him. Well, he ain't say don't put my oil on. It's not him. Mm-mm. Don't look upon this continent nor his stature. Don't even look. Don't look at how much work he's done. Don't look at how how beautiful he is or in his face or whatever the case may be. Don't even look at that stuff. Because I've denied. I've refused him. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and a lot of times that's how we choose people for ministry. We choose people for ministry because we like them. They've been with me from the start. They they dressed up in those war clothes but won't fight. But the Lord said unto Samuel, look not on... Mm, verse 6 of 1 Samuel 16. And it came to pass when they were come that he, Samuel, looked on Eliab and said, surely... The Lord's anointed is before me. But the Lord said unto Samuel, look not on his countenance or on the height of his stature, because I have refused him. For the Lord sees. The Lord sees. Not. I lost my space. For the Lord sees. Not as men sees, for man looks on the outward. Man looks on the outward appearance. But the Lord looks on the heart. Where was his heart? It wasn't with the Lord. But his young brother was a man after God's own heart. Not dressed up in war clothes, but willing to kill Goliath. For the king's nation, for the king's nation, not for a king nation, but for the king's nation. The one that wasn't dressed up, looking like a soldier, but had the heart of a mighty warrior. So there may be people that don't look like an evangelist, but they got the heart for people. And they'll go in those places that others won't evangelize. They may, somebody may be dressed up like an usher, but they don't have the heart to usher people in. Mm-hmm. Somebody may be, may be not dressed up as the praise leader, but they have the heart of a praise leader because they have the heart to praise the Lord first. Before they even in front of people, They've already been a praiser. David can be king over a kingdom because he already was tending the sheep. He was already tending the sheep because we are sheep, right? Israel got people, right? He was already tending God's people. He was already being prepared to do a good work. So let's turn this thing around. If we're not called to a thing, don't do it. But once God calls us to a thing, put your heart in it. Chase after God's heart. Because then he'll meet you there. 
and the work will be great. So I send the word of God to the people of God, to the ears of God, to the hearts of men. Pray you have the most blessed, blessed day, beloved. In the mighty and awesome and beautiful and all-powerful name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Love y'all. Peace.